Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. Highly sensitive people have a more sensitive nervous system compared to the majority of the population. In fact, it is said that highly sensitive people are 20% of the population. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. A very warm welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. And this week I have a wonderful guest for you, Francesca Agello. And she is a life coach who really dedicates her work. It's her real soul's mission to help women, particularly women who are highly sensitive or empaths, really step into their power and be the best version of themselves. Now, she reached out to me and said, Danielle, I would love to come on your podcast because I really just want to share that being a highly sensitive person and being an empath is absolutely a superpower. So I'm really, really excited to share this episode with you. And what I found super interesting about it was how there are different types of empaths. So listen carefully because you may well recognize yourself as one of those empaths. I know a lot of you guys who listen to this episode are people who really care about others. You have a lot of sensitivity. You feel things very deeply. Perhaps you Fine. Sometimes this can be a little bit challenging. Maybe you feel you take the weight of the world on your shoulders and that probably means you are a highly sensitive person and an empath. And if you are, you certainly aren't alone. I am one and Francesca, my guest on the podcast this week is too. So hopefully we can be here to be part of your community and remind you that you are absolutely amazing. Your sensitivity gives you such a great gift in life. And if you are someone who really wants to help other people, then I just wanted to tell you a little bit about our face yoga teacher training course. I know some of you listening are already our face yoga teachers, but if you feel I really want to learn a new skill to help others feel really good. I really want to make use of my intuition, my sensitivity, my ability to be able to make a difference to people's lives. Then teacher training in face yoga is such a wonderful way to do that. Now, you may be looking to have a brand new career. Maybe the job you're in at the moment just doesn't suit you. Maybe if you are a highly sensitive person or an empath, you find that being around big crowds of people, being told what hours you should work, having a lot of pressures and targets on you just feels too much. And the wonderful thing about being a certified face yoga teacher is you can work as 
as much either alone or in a group as you choose. You can also work your own hours and you can do things at your own pace, which really suits you. I know it suits me as an empath and a highly sensitive person. If you're thinking, I've got my job, I don't want to give that up, I'm not ready yet, but I'd love to do something on the side, maybe work a little bit in the evenings or weekends, or just start to build a business, to build a side hustle, to build a brand that eventually I can then leave my job and step into becoming self-employed or having my own business, then becoming a face yoga teacher is a great way to do that because this training is so affordable for what it then offers you in terms of the money that you can make as a face yoga teacher, but also the amount of lives that you can really touch and people that you can help. And you may be listening to this and already be in the wellness industry. So perhaps you are a yoga teacher, a fitness professional, holistic healer, a beauty therapist, and you think, actually, I would love to have some face yoga skills to pass on to my clients, whether it be for a few minutes at the end of a session when you're working with somebody, maybe you would like to do workshops where you combine some of your other skills with face yoga, then the face yoga teach training is perfect for you. It's fully accredited. It's an international qualification. You can do it distance learning. So once you sign up, you get your sent your full manual with all the step-by-step videos, photos on it, exactly how to do the techniques. It teaches you all about face yoga, anatomy and physiology, the science behind it, how to set up a business. All of that is included in the the course as well. And you can then take your time to do your written assignment. And then you meet with either me or one of our amazing super trainers via Zoom or via Skype. And you do your practical assignment, have time to ask questions there as well, and really just have a nice chat and connect with me or one of our lovely, lovely, lovely super trainers. If you prefer training one-to-one, you can do that with one of our super trainers. Again, you can do it all distance learning, which will keep you super safe in, let's face it, these really uncertain times. And occasionally we do group training too. Since COVID hit, so let's face it, it's been almost two years now, the group option has been happening a lot, lot less for obvious reasons but that is that group training option if you want to learn more about it. So you can email us directly if you want more information, just email info at faceyogaexpert.com or just head straight to the website, loads of information on there, faceyogaexpert.com. So let's get into this week's episode with the lovely, lovely Francesca. Francesca, a warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you doing? Hi, Danielle. I'm really good. I'm so happy to be talking to you today. How are you? I am really good. Thank you. It's so, so lovely to have you here. And I am really excited to talk to you for many, many reasons. But one of those reasons, of course, is because something which you really specialize in is being a coach for highly sensitive people and for empaths. And as a highly sensitive person and an empath myself, as some of my listeners already know, Um, because I have done a podcast episode before about highly sensitive people. I am so interested to ask you lots of questions, um, both from a personal point of view, but also I know many, many of my listeners are also highly sensitive people and or empaths. So this is going to be a great episode. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited too. So I would love just to start by asking you to explain a little bit about 
who and what a highly sensitive person is, and also an empath too, because I know there are different types of empaths. So if you could explain all that, that would be wonderful. Yeah, so highly sensitive people have a more sensitive nervous system compared to the majority of the population. In fact, it is said that highly sensitive people are 20% of the population. And highly sensitive people, they sense more strongly and they process everything more deeply. So I am an empath, which is... So basically, if you imagine like the empathy as a scale, on one side of the uh, the scale, there are the narcissists with zero empathy. And then there are there's like the uh, majority of the population, um, the 80% of the population, and the, there are the 20% of the population on the other uh, end of the scale, the 20%. And on top of that scale, there are the empaths because they have a heightened empathy and that's why we perceive everything more deeply and we have really strong intuition and obviously there are pros and cons in uh, everything and also in in being a highly sensitive person or um, an empath because yes you can feel the stress of the world but also you can benefit from the all the goodness and you know that there is in the world you can become so excited about I don't know, the beauty of nature so it doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative thing or it's a curse like I think it's a gift uh, and it's a superpower because we perceive things that the majority of people don't perceive and we can use it to our own advantage as you said absolutely and would you say there's a difference between being a highly sensitive person and an empath so can somebody be one but not the other and um, i think the empaths are like are really on the on the top of the scale there's like also like a a scale amongst empaths like you could be sort of low medium and high mm-hmm. <laughs> i am like at the top of the scale um i feel everything deeply i am um, an emotional empath so that means i i feel i feel people's emotion and that actually is really helpful in in coaching because i can sense i can sense something in in my client and that's and that's a cue for me to go and ask questions there which then unlock massive discoveries from for my client because obviously yeah the client they need to discover things um, themselves so but that's why that's why i decided to become a coach because i always said this abilities like people feel better after they spoken to me and i didn't know why i was just listening or i was just being a friend i was just being myself but then other times I was just feeling completely drained after I spoke to someone and I didn't know, I didn't know why. But then, yeah, when I learned about high sensitivity, because, yeah, highly sensitive people, they pick up all of this extra information and subtleties. And, but really, identifying myself as an empath and learning about the various types of empath made me 
become whole because it makes sense it makes complete sense and i'm really intrigued to know what the different types of empaths are so you of course just talked about emotional empath what are the other types there are physical empaths so for example if you feel the physical pain uh, in your body of uh, someone else that means you are a physical empath so i know for example a lot of massage therapists they are that you know they choose that profession knowing or without knowing it's because they uh, you know they can feel where to massage you know and they are like the best massage therapists because they can feel where where the problem is in your body and they go and massage there or like you know release the tension there as i said like i do with my clients i do it with the, the same way but with emotions there are earth empaths so for example greta thunberg uh, is a earth empath uh, you know if when when she came out people were like oh my god who, who is she who, who you know what's she talking about but then people started to listen because she can feel what the earth needs you know that the earth is screaming was screaming to her probably saying you know we need to take action we need to stop this uh, pollution so and then there are plant empaths who makes like the best gardeners i know there are people who can feel you know if a plant uh, needs watering or <laughs> feeding and their gardens are amazing yeah like there are so so many type of empaths animal empaths i am one as well i can understand what for example um, a cat or a dog wants me to do and i thought everyone could see that but no i actually can tell what what the animal needs it's not like a communication fully it's like a sensing and so that means probably like you can become like the best vet because you know exactly what what the problem you know might be or you know where to investigate <laughs> does it make sense yeah absolutely so so interesting so you know the emotional empath the physical the earth the plant the animal really really interesting i mean definitely for me similar to you i'm an emotional empath without a <laughs> without a doubt um and i'm sure people listening who recognize themselves as an empath would have found that really really interesting to see sort of which category they fit into and anyone listening that hasn't yet delved into perhaps previous episodes I've done on highly sensitive people or Instagram posts I may have done would you mind just describing a little bit about what a highly sensitive person is so you say it's about 20 percent of the population and really sort of the the pros and cons of it and i never like saying the pros and cons because to me it's all of a superpower you know it's amazing for a highly sensitive person it is absolutely a superpower but sometimes there can be challenges can't there when you are a highly sensitive person yes yeah i believe it's a superpower and that's i i see it as a as a gift i mean it can be a con if you don't know you're highly sensitive and if you don't know how to make the best of it because if you, i imagine it as yeah as a superpower i don't know if you're familiar with the the wink saga there's a, a fairy who's a, an empath musa and she 
feels what the the people's emotions are. She can see almost in in their heads um, what they're thinking. And, you know, as their fairies or magician, when they find out they have a superpower, initially they're like either scared or they don't know how to manage it. And so the superpower controls them. So you need to control your power otherwise it controls you and so like all this you know in the films in the like the superheroes or the magician then they go into really explore their powers and and use it in the best possible way because yeah there are ways also like you can use it to benefit other people not just yourself so basically like If you don't know that you are absorbing other people's emotions, then you might feel drained without knowing why. And you get triggered and you don't know why. And so you experience what is called a sensory overload. Sensory overload is when our sense is taking so much information that our brain is not able to process to process anymore and we go into it's like a, a system overdrive and you have to stop because you can't handle anything more and that kind of triggers the the fight flight or freeze response in your body and the chemicals are released and you experience like the the palpitations the feeling of overwhelmed panicky sensations and you know might be like digestive issues and then you might start thinking that, you know, there's something really wrong with you. And in fact, uh, there are like empathic diseases, which are like adrenal fatigue, Hashimoto, IBS, ME, fibromyalgia, that really are all stress-related diseases. Does, uh, does it answer your question? It absolutely answers my question. I find it so, so intriguing. And I know that many of my listeners will as well. And I'd love to know a little bit more about when you coach people, because I know you're a coach that specializes in coaching highly sensitive people. How do you help them navigate life, relationships, careers, when they are highly sensitive, when they are an empath and perhaps they are feeling things very deeply or perhaps they are going through some of those stress-related illnesses that you talked about? Yes, uh, the first thing is to slow down their nervous system, cal- calm it down, find, um, I help the client find uh, their own strategies by asking questions their their best routine, whatever works for them. It could be doing yoga, it could be doing tapping uh, or uh, breathing exercises, whatever works for the client. And then we go into assessing what they need. And so once their self-care, because I say like your self-care needs to be fierce <laughs> because I mean, self-care is important for everyone in this world, but even more so for a highly sensitive person. And then we review the life changes that um, they want to implement. And that sort of activates the, the desire, the 
then need to discover what you want because you might have forgotten what you want because you've been so focused on other other people focused on the external what people need and putting everyone else first before yourself that you might have you might not know what you want anymore so really it's the case of find find what really what you really want what makes you happy uh, and what brings you joy and then set intentions and then take action to make the improvements in your life and the changes that you want to make and then you can make other people's life better as well so i believe it's like a snowball snowball effect yeah absolutely it really is and something which i've really noticed working with clients over the years again that are highly sensitive people and that are empaths and something which I had to really step into when I had ME when I was 21 so I'm almost 40 now but when I was 21 I was very very ill for about 18 months and that's how I got into everything yoga and wellness and holistic health that I do now but a big thing I had to really understand and learn was to stop worrying about what other people thought of me and I noticed that a lot with people that I work with who are highly sensitive and of course myself you know it's something almost daily I will have to remind myself to not worry about what other people think of me have you got any tips when you work with your clients around that yeah worrying about what people think is um it's one of the one of the characteristic of of being um highly sensitive but really it doesn't really matter what people think because there will be people who like you and people who don't whether you're highly sensitive or not and you can't please everybody I'm actually saying that I, I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> um, I'm like Marmite. You, you either like me or you don't. You know, I um, think we all so- are. I think, <laughs> do you know, I think we're all like that. I think we can never go through life expecting everyone to like everyone. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, so it's part of life. And the same as, you know, we struggle with perfectionism because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we don't want to upset people. We don't want to let people down. And maybe that's why we we take on much more than we can handle. And then we, we burn out. So really it's, I believe in, fill your cup first and actually what overflows it's what you give out to other people because you are the most important person in your life because it all starts with you and so i think that's how you um you stop um worrying about what other people think just focus on yourself what you're doing and know that you can't please everybody. And there will always be people that, that criticize you, people who don't like you, but you don't have to take it on so much. Just let it wash over you. It doesn't really matter. The people who will like you and will love you will stick around. Those who don't like you, let them go. Yeah. 
I think that's great, great advice. And I think that having your sort of cup overflowing before you can give to other people is so important for everyone, but particularly highly sensitive people and empaths. But also I know that highly sensitive people, and, and you know, this is speaking from a personal point of view, but also people I know professionally as well who are highly sensitive people often can struggle with putting their self-care as a priority. And even if they do do it, sometimes they can become come maybe a little bit exhausted by the self-care maybe a little bit resentful that they have to do so much self-care or maybe feel that sense of almost being selfish for having to put that self-care in place even though they know it is their absolute priority and it is the only way that they can give to other people have you got any tips on that and how we can feel more comfortable and almost more grateful about our self-care routines Yes, in fact, um, well, highly sensitive people and empaths um, can often be found in the helping pro uh, professions because we want to help people and we are caring by nature. We've got a kind heart. But if we don't protect our energy, because what we do is actually we read people's energy and we might absorb it if we don't know how to protect how to protect our energy so often people in the helping uh, profession they they develop what is uh, called compassion fatigue because they care so deeply um, they want their client to get better and they might feel responsible if the the client doesn't seem to progress as well or like so we go into like feeling that the compassion fatigue. So it's really important to have a strong self-care, which means taking breaks. So if you if you have clients, you know, booked in the day, take breaks just to reconnect with yourself. Go for a walk, um, go for a um, meditation, have a meditation or breathing exercises. We also benefit from being near water in fact it's not i don't think it's it's a it's a chance that i'm i've came to bath uh, because of the thermal waters and um being near near water or in in the sea in the thermal waters really recharges us and, and calms us down and um have a healthy lifestyle which means eating well exercise so yeah, everything you do, Danielle, and what you teach, yoga and face yoga, actually, I, I do it myself. I think it's amazing because we have healing abilities in our hands. Everyone, everyone has, but even so, uh, even more empaths. So we can actually heal ourselves. Definitely. We definitely can. And what wellness routines do you do during your day to help yourself navigate life as a highly sensitive person? For me, yeah, meditation in the morning is super important because that's also how I see, I assess my, how I'm feeling uh, first thing in the morning, because when I wasn't doing it, then I was going and I was working in offices then I wasn't sure whether I was picking up someone else's feeling or or whether it was mine. So knowing which which feeling I wake up in or like 
physically how I'm feeling, then really helps when you go into the world uh, and then you can tell whether you you are absorbing or not and you can ask yourself is it is this feeling mine or is it or is it theirs and also have a healthy breakfast is super important that's that's something that i also it's a mistake that i didn't uh, yeah i did in the past i either was skipping breakfast or having not a really healthy one so yeah i think it's really important um to start the day well in order to to be well and to be the best version of yourself it really is that's great and just to finish i would love to ask you to share with us all your top tip for inner peace and feeling calm in the mind i think the top tip is be mindful, but be mindful doesn't necessarily mean just meditate or just be present because also a tendency that highly sensitive people have is to overthink and and live in the past in um live in the past or in the future, particularly worrying about the, the, the future. And if we worry about the future, that means we live in we li- we are not living in the present. And in the present that's where our intuition is and the intuition is our biggest superpower because it tells us it's like a compass what we have to guide us through life if we are stressed and worried we are not able to listen to the to the intuition because it it just get crushed so really it's super important to to calm your nervous system down with the strategies that work for you and then you um you will be able to listen to your intuition and in fact danielle that's that's what my intuition intuition told me to do i was just um i mean i i am following you and uh you know i've been following you for a long time but just one day i was on my computer just doing my admin and my intuition said he made Danielle Collins and I was like what why no I don't know <laughs> am I ready for this or like, um you know then I can actually I can actually notice myself arguing <laughs> with my intuition and what I learned is that I need to just do it when like the intuition is like a calm message like there's no emotion attached because if there's emotion it could be anxiety or worry or you know like do this or don't do that but if it's calm and i was just completely like calm doing my admin that day and i just got a message email danielle collins and i did it that day and here we are (laughs) i know i love that and i love how you just described as well intuition is a calm message i think that that's amazing and and a really good description of it because I think often highly sensitive people are getting lots of sort of messages sent in whatever way to themselves and it can be hard to really understand the difference between what is intuition gut instinct and then what is fear or anxiety or worrying what other people think so I think a calm message is a, is a great description and I love that you reached out and I really love that you've been able to come on as a guest to the Face Yoga Expert podcast so before we finish I would love you to share with all of my listeners where people can contact you about your coaching where they can follow you online oh thank you danielle um yes my website is 
coachedbyfrancesca.com. And also, if they want to know more about empath and highly sensitive people, if they join my mailing list, I share a lot of tips there. And I also have a test that uh, people can take to see whether they are an empath. So yeah, the best way is to check out my website or I'm on LinkedIn if they want to connect with me. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Francesca. Hope you have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. Have a wonderful day. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.